Hi, welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Eileen Elvira, and you guessed it, I'm that ADHD chick. I'm not a doctor, and my ADHD journey is, of course, my own. I'm here to share that journey, even as it unfolds, hoping that it can help you embrace your neurodiversity and use it to excel and achieve fulfillment and success in this wild and wondrous thing we call life. So let's buckle up, make sure your arms and legs are in the vehicle, because we're ready to take off. Hey, super friends, how are you all doing? I have been on sabbatical. Yes, I have been doing some major soul searching. I could call it like extreme personal development. And I don't mean that I just took off to a foreign country by myself and found myself or whatever. I mean, for real, I have gone out to um, personal development seminars, like some pretty serious ones, and have really looked deep down into my past and my present and how I have been programmed uh, to be the person that I am. Just because we are programmed, it doesn't mean that we can't change, that there's no possible way to change because you keep your programming. However, you change the stories behind the bad programming. We have a lot of good programming as well. For example, I'm a giver, right? I'm someone who just gives my whole self. And I think that is a good thing. However, I have been, well, I thought that was 100% a good thing. And I thought taking, being a taker was 100% not a good thing. And I, I couldn't have been so wrong. And it took me like some really, you know, deep thinking from things that I've learned from amazing mentors that giving and taking is just a part of life. It's just a part of who we all are. And we just need to dig deep and see like where in our life are we giving without taking and where in our life are we taking and not giving. I know that sounds, I know it sounds confusing. However, if you think about it, you, you can kind of work it out. Um, it's not easy. Like I said, I actually went in depth and immersed myself in personal development. And when I mean immersed, I mean immersed. I mean, like I went off for eight days with no electronics to a seminar that was, you know, from morning to the evening, you were doing just amazing exercises and um, learning and 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 bonding with others to figure out like what the hell is going on in my life, you know, and why am I the way I am? And are there things that I have to change? Are there things that I have to change because they've been d- detrimental to my life and I didn't even know it? And so I wanted to tell you a little story about one of the exercises that we did. And this one was a physical exercise. During this immersion, we find buddies. So we're not assigned buddies, okay? It, everything is pretty intuitive. Go find a buddy that you would not normally bond with just by the way they look. Like you don't really know this person because we had only been there that one day before doing the buddy thing. And we, so we didn't know anybody. We talked to people like, uh, like small talk and stuff. 
However, we were going to do it through intuitive ways and making our own intuitive judgments about people, how they look, how they talk, you know, what you've talked about since you got there, you know, which was a few hours ago and, and go from there. So that was an interesting exercise already. So we had these buddies and maybe, ooh, I think it was like four or five days in already, we had to do these ropes courses, right? And you guys are probably familiar with that. Like you just, you know, they're either like tight wire or like bungee or, you know, uh, not bungee, but like, uh, what do you call that? Um, zip lining, stuff like that. So this one was called, I forgot what it was called, but basically people call it different things, but it's a ladder and it's like a giant ladder. So it's, it are these logs and they're all about five feet apart. And mind you, I'm about five, five. My partner's about five feet tall. <laughs> He's pretty short. And um, she's a little heavier than me. And so I, uh, you know, I, I was watching the others, um, the other pairs do it. Some reaching all the way to the top, some reaching halfway, some, you know, they all had different abilities physically, right? And the thing is, is when you're doing this, you sometimes think to yourself, like, I do not have the physical ability to get up this thing. Okay. By the time you get, there's like five levels. So by the time you're at the top, you're pretty high. Okay. So we're all, we're all strapped in. We're, we're safe. We're all strapped in, in mountain climbing gear and stuff. And there's belayers. So if you don't know what a belayer is, it's a person who's actually has your rope and they have it on them and they're holding onto it. And to make sure you're, you're not going to fall or whatever. And so our strategy was that I was going to help her up first, because if I didn't, there is no way she was going to get up. Cause first of all, the log is about to her head. So it's very like, um, she's, she's short. And then another thing is she was heavier and didn't have the strength to lift herself up. So of course the, the common thing, I mean, the, uh, the, um, logical thing was for me to help her up. So I got in like a seated position. It, this is going to be, might be hard to, uh, might be hard to visualize. First I was in on one knee. Okay. I was, I was kneeling down on one knee. I had one knee up and she was going to put her, uh, foot on mine and climb up that way. Use me as a step. The, 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 the thing that, that, didn't work about that scenario was that the log is not stable. Okay. I, I failed to tell you the ladder is actually swinging on, on, uh, on chains, right? So picture this picture like a trapeze. And when you push it, it like swings back and forth. Right. So picture this huge log. It's about like 10 feet wide. Uh, no, it's longer than 10 feet wide, a little longer than 10 feet wide. And it's swinging and there's like five levels of it, right? Um, and you had to get on this thing. So when she climbed on me, it, she still couldn't get up because the logs were swinging forward every time she would cling onto it. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, how are we going to do this? And mind you, we're on a time limit. And I ended up hanging on the log. So I was holding the log in place by hanging on it. So I had my left hand on one side of the log and my right hand on the other so that it wouldn't swing. 
in the meantime, my belayer, she is holding on to me to make sure that I'm, I won't fall to the ground, basically. So I'm sitting on an invisible, invisible chair because now I'm using both my knees for her to climb. And I'm hanging on this log, right? So the only thing that's stable is my feet. And, and they're not even that stable. However, they're touching the ground. I'm in a chair position, sitting on an invisible chair, holding the log up top above my head because it's pretty high because I'm kneeling down now, so it's high. And she's climbing me. Okay, so she's climbing, climbing, and it's so hard. She's having a really hard time. She's uh, heavy on the front, so she would push it forward, and it was just really taking all my strength and my energy from me to just hold the log in place at the same time, hold her up. Okay. And when she was about three quarters up, she was about to fall and I didn't want to put all that work to waste. And so I jumped up and pushed her up the rest of the way. Like I literally pushed her up and she's heavier than me. So way heavier, like, I don't know, way, I don't know. She's about, maybe she has about 30 pounds on me. Right. And so I push her up. She gets up. I'm like, thank goodness we made it, right? And I will be happy just to get on this one log, this first one. And in my head, I've jumped walls before. It's easy. A five-foot wall, shit. All I have to do is jump and push myself up. No problem. Easy peasy, right? I go to do it. I go to jump. And lo and behold, my body collapses, my arms are like jelly and my legs, like even when I collapsed, my legs it could barely stop myself from just collapsing to the ground. And in my mind, I wasn't really thinking, I was like, oh my gosh, I, 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 I'm not able to get up. What is this? You know? And, and I hear people behind me cheering me on, do, you know, try your legs, do this and blah, blah, blah. All these people giving me tips behind me. And so I, I I put my legs up like a holding with my arms and then hanging with my legs. So I look like, like a monkey right on the, on a branch. And I could not muster up the strength to get myself up on the log. And I was really, really using every inch of strength or every molecule. I mean, my brain was just saying, you have got to get up this log. And time ran out and I didn't get up. And as soon as time ran out, I didn't even look back at my partner to help her down. They helped her down. I, I just collapsed. I mean, like emotionally, I walked, I just walked away and I was crying. I was bawling like, and at first, like the first couple minutes, I had no thoughts in my mind, nothing. My mind was a blank and I was just bawling. And I, I couldn't even tell, like if you asked me that minute why I was crying, I wouldn't have been able to tell you because my brain was so exhausted. My body was exhausted. Who knows why I was crying? I could have been crying because my body gave out on me. I could have been crying because I'm, you know, I, I was beating myself up for not getting up. In those first few minutes, there, there, were, there were no thoughts running through my head. And then as I was able to compose myself, 
and I don't mean that I stopped crying. I meant my brain came back to life, right? I started to realize, what have I done to myself in my life? This is a metaphor for my life. And I, and it wasn't a, you know, it wasn't a bad thing. It wasn't a good thing. I wasn't judging myself in that way. I was being evaluative. I don't know if that's a word. (laughs) I was evaluating myself. I had done enough business mindset and other personal development to know that, wait, I'm not beating myself up about this. I'm looking at my past. I'm observing. I'm checking the metrics. (laughs) You know, I'm looking at the measurable results of my life and seeing where did it break down because of this. And what I mean when I say this is the fact that I have been giving my entire self to others and not taking care of me. When I do things for others, I don't think about myself to the point where I run out of not only mental energy, but physical energy. And that came rushing to me like, oh, like Niagara Falls. (laughs) As soon as that timer was up and we didn't get up or I did not get up on that log. And my friends around me, my teammates around me were asking me, do you need time? Can I support you now or do you need time? And so I immediately said, I need time. I took the Niagara Falls. I assessed it in such a quick kind of way. And mind you, I didn't know this until the other day, this, this happened a few weeks ago. The other day I talked to one of my teammates and she pointed out to me that you recovered pretty quickly from that. And I did, I didn't, I didn't know that because I was so in the moment that I didn't know how long I was crying and I didn't know how much time I took to, to receive support from her. And she told me, thank goodness I had a talk with her. (laughs) Uh, She said, you know, you recovered pretty quickly. I was really proud of you. And that told me that, wow, I have been doing a lot of work on myself to a point where I was, a, I was able to see my entire life flash before my eyes and assess like the metaphor of what just happened. And I was able to bring myself back to reality out of that, out of that deep chasm that the waterfall put me in and, and, and climb myself out, my climb back out, right? or swim back out, I should say, and figure out how I can make the changes in my life so that I can take care of myself. All of this had affected probably every aspect of my life. I'm not not being dramatic. They've affected every aspect in my life and, 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 and not major in all of my life. I'm also counting like minor things, like why I didn't do that. Well, because I didn't have the energy. Why did I miss that meeting? Well, because I didn't have the energy. Why did I not make dinner for the family today? Well, because I didn't have the energy. And energy comes in so many different forms, physically, emotionally, 
mentally. It just attacks. <laughs> it attacks your body. Uh, I mean, the lack of energy, like attacks your body. It attacks your, your mental health. It attacks your intelligence. It attacks your, your ability to love people, your ability to get a workout in, you know, exercise, take a walk, walk the dogs, just everything. And never in my life until then, after I assessed that whole situation on the ladder, <laughs> that I realized the true meaning of protecting your energy. I mean, I've heard it from business mentors all the time, like protect your energy, protect your energy. And in different words, of course, in my mind, my ego was telling me, well, I am protecting my energy. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> I'm a good person. You know, I help people. I'm a giver. And I, I look back and I, <laughs> at that moment at the ladder and I'm like, being a giver is great. However, you have to have the energy to give. And I, and I, I was giving without energy. I was going with emotions, going through the motions, sort of like when you don't get any sleep and you walk around like a zombie. <laughs> and that was me when, when I would give myself to people. So when I would help you with something, even my coaching, my business coach just gave me a wake up call the other day and said, why do you not think that you're worthy enough to raise your prices? Or why do you not think that you are enough, right? I am enough. That's something that I was struggling with. To start even charging people for some of your services. I'm being completely forthright right here. I am like no, dis non -dis I'm not that I, I'm giving you full disclosure <laughs> that there are people that I coach where I give away a lot of information for free, a lot of coaching. And when I say for free, it means that I paid for that information. I paid tens and thousands of dollars for that information. And here I am, what I thought was paying it forward and telling and giving others this information, same information for free. So what I, what I was essentially doing was uh, lowering my self-worth. And all of that is kind of tied together where you're giving too much of yourself, uh, you're not protecting your energy and you are lowering your self-worth and you are thinking you are not enough. All of that is all tied together. And one of my goals is to get consistently on here because all this information that I have to share, this is what I can pay forward. This is something that I don't have to charge people for. This podcast alone will help you at least identify things and realize whether you do need help or not. And that's all I want to say. And I just believe that sometimes less is more. And in this case, I know this is heavy and it is a lot more. And it's something that y'all's got to think about very, very deeply. And if you do have issues like that, you're having a hard time climbing out of, contact me. I will put it in the description and we will have a talk. And I am happy to talk to you 
free of charge because <laughs> we will assess this situation and we'll see how we can move forward on that because I do offer coaching and it would be amazing to get to meet some of you out there who are listeners. Make sure that you're protecting your energy, knowing deep down in your heart of hearts that you are enough. If you do not believe you are enough, everything else is going to fall by the wayside. And before I go, please remember, if you found this podcast helpful or insightful, or if you learned anything from it or just found it entertaining, please leave me a great five-star review because you would help this ADHD chick spread the podcast to other ADHDers out there who just need to hear that they're not alone in their quest to achieve great things in their lives. Without further ado, be safe, be well, and live abundantly. I will talk at you again really soon. This is Eileen, That ADHD Chick, signing off.